Acres. This is the way. This is the morning drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the morning drive, everybody. Kurt and Anthony here on this TGIF Friday. And now a man who needs no introduction, but I give him one anyway. It's the great one from Fox Across America, Jimmy Fela. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? So, Jimmy, how is the... I've, I've watched the new show. It uh-huh. seems like it's going great. And I understand from the radio show that you've won the uh, ratings battle so far. Yes, so far so good. We're going, uh, we're two for two going into week three. Uh, but last week, uh, we, uh, we were up against the NFL last week. So we did win the ratings battle at our time slot. But we got our absolute took us handed to us by the NFL. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you throw Taylor Swift in a luxury box, all of a sudden nobody wants to look at a fat guy with a C cup. But they got one, <laughs> thanks to Jason Kelsey. They got one anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's a Joke's on them. <laughs> but can we tell his brother to keep the shirt on, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> he's not a Chippendale. He's a Chips and Dip. It's a different club. Different oh, club. That was not a pretty image. That was not a good image. No, ma'am. Um, so, actually, before we get to some issues and stuff, I want to ask you about the NFL. First of all, how uh, how disappointed is Lincoln that Pittsburgh's out? Oh, man, the la- he took it better than I thought, which is good. Because you know when you're a kid, as a fan, you're kind of fluid. Like, you like whoever wins. Yeah. So the minute your team loses, he may- you make a case for some other team that's still playing. And that's what he did. But what's so funny is the Steelers lost. But because Jenny is from Ohio, they're big Ohio State people, so he bought a C.J. Stroud jersey. You know, and he's like, I'm a Texans fan. And then by the time the jersey got here, it was the third quarter of the Texans game when Amazon dropped it off. <laughs> so his $15 Texans jersey he ordered from Shanghai. Uh, you know, I'm like, Lincoln, some little kid worked a 12-hour shift to sew that jersey, and you didn't even get it shipped here on time. Well, anyway, that lost. So I don't know who he's adopting now. I think he's a Ravens fan this weekend. Who? Uh, give us your predictions. Who's, gonna, who's going to the Super Bowl? I always like home teams in the NFC Championship game. I do. And uh, it hurts me to say that because the Lions are America's team right now. Them never having won, and yeah. it's kind of a big deal. And uh, I, I do think, though, like the betting line, the 49ers are like seven-point favorites. That's not a lot of respect for the Lions. So I almost think the 49ers are going to play the Ravens. I think both home teams are going to win. Uh, but don't sleep on one thing, okay, and this, is, this does matter. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to get every call known to man this Sunday because the refs in the NFL really want Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm betting the over 50 penalty flags on the Ravens. They're going to get flagged during the national anthem. Like, what if they didn't do anything? Well, you know, it's a big deal in Vermont because uh, it's been about two weeks that um, online sports betting is legal now. Here. Oh, yeah. So, you know, there were guys, I didn't realize this, we were talking to the, the uh, deputy commissioner yesterday from uh, the Liquor and Lottery Department. There were actually people in the summertime taking their boats across Lake Champlain so they could wager. Mm-hmm, that's called a problem. Yeah. Uh, so, so all the surrounding states, it was legal. And uh, I didn't realize that so many people were into it. And uh, he was saying that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of activity uh, right before. The- Will you have a little wager on it, Jimmy, yourself? On the, on the AFC-NFC championship games? So I am, you know, I am old-fashioned. I don't do fantasy sports. I bet the games like a grown-up. 
Um, but I have been, as you know, uh, very inclined to do so. In my 20s and 30s, like I was betting life-changing amounts of money, for real. And that's when, whenever people ask me, like, hey, how do you become a cab driver? I'm like, well, it helps to knock up your wife without health insurance and owe a bookie 40 grand. I know that was, <laughs> that was my way behind the wheel. That was my path. <laughs> Who was the guy on FAN that uh, went to prison, actually? for Carton, Craig Carton. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, he got a little carried away, uh, as, as people are known to do. We always want you to bet responsibly, bet with your head, not over it. My favorite thing about where I'm from, okay, is in Atlantic City, it's the greatest thing in the world. Every sign on the drive to Atlantic City tells you how much money you're going to make. It's like Caesar's Palace, you're the emperor of cash. Showboat, sail away with a fortune. First sign on the way back. Gambling problem? Call what <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Don't they have a drive-through on the Garden State Parkway now for gambling, uh, gambling uh, addiction? <laughs> <laughs> they might as well. I mean, you can get anything else on the Garden State Parkway, whatever you're into. <laughs> now, uh, all right, Jimmy, I want to ask you about this. So, Trump wins New Hampshire, obviously, wins by about 11 points. Mm-hmm. And then I want to get your opinion on this. One, should Trump have taken the high road after he beats Haley? She comes out and gives this speech where she's smiling, but she gives mm-hmm. the little, she gets the little, little, uh, you know, jabs in there at Trump. Mm-hmm. But not only that does he go out there and then really just kind of lose it against her, but the other thing was he said that he had, he seemed to be suggesting he had information on her that he could cause her to be investigated. No, that's just Trump stuff. You know, he likes to do that. Never forget after he debated Hillary Clinton the first time. People forget this. He's like, uh, yeah, during the TV break, she was in the back room. I don't know what she was doing in there, but it was disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. You know, because he's kind of like insinuating she blew out the bathroom. He doesn't know that, but he's like, he's willing to go there. <laughs> it's, it's just, it really is. <laughs> he is, there was an old boxer. Uh, not even, I mean, old by like Andy Fort in the last 20 years. There was a Polish boxer named Andrew Galata. He would headbutt you, he'd bite you, he'd punch you in the nuts. That is Trump. He's the Andrew Galata of politics. You're going to get hit, you're going to get headbutt. It's not a, he's a very unconventional fighter. Yeah, I mean, he said that he, he suggested he had, maybe he had information on her that would cause her to be investigated, and then said that it, the same could have happened for DeSantis, except he was smart enough to get out and endorse him. Oh, that's funny. Uh, you know, there's no dirt on DeSantis. He's the most boring guy who ever lived. Uh, you know, he's might have spit tobacco at the Little League World Series in 1987 as an underage kid. I don't know. But, but, go ahead. No, but is, there, is there a message in the, even though he seems to be cruising to the nomination, but is there a little bit of a cautionary tale in the, in the independents and some Democrats that voted for Nikki that say they won't vote for Trump? Yeah, well, there's a thing, okay. When people point to the fact that she was only close because she won Democrats and independents, I'm like, duh, that's <laughs> yeah. how you win the general election. Exactly. <laughs> you, need Thank you, very much. you need to win Democrats and independents. Now, this is the problem, though. There's a lot of people listening to this who believe that in New Hampshire, these people only registered so they could vote Haley, but they're going to turn around and vote Biden in the primary. The truth is, there are people out there who did that, probably five people. Okay, just because a TV channel found two of them and put them on TV doesn't mean the other 50,000 people went through the trouble of switching their party affiliation just so they could vote for a woman who was going to lose the primary anyway. 
You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, it's the things we latch on to with just like a scintilla of information. It's fascinating in our politics because there's not a lot to chew on. It's a state race. You know, you don't have a hundred million voters. You know, you have a you know few hundred thousand. Yeah. And uh, that's the reality. She has a better shot in the general than he does, but she's probably not going to be the nominee. And I straight up, but you know what? We're at a point now, and I guess the country just needs to have this battle. It's gotten so personal, and the Trump era is going to have to play out in the ring. It can't play out in the courtroom. You know, it can. It's got, it's got to play out with him on the ballot for the good of the country. And I just think that's the direction we're going in now. And there's enough people in the Republican Party that would rather lose with Trump than win with another Republican at this point. I do think, though, I will be honest with you, and, and Trump isn't going to listen to me or, or anybody, obviously, but, you know, he ought, to, he ought to embrace her in the race. Yep. He ought to get up there, and, and if he wants to be this kindler and un, unity Trump, he blew it the other night, you know, no, in, well, I, in, in Iowa. For that he, round. He, yeah. Yeah. He, I think, and then, and then debate Nikki, and, but stick to the issues, but he won't. I know he won't, and I'm just a dreamer, but I can be a dreamer. If we're, if we're letting all these millions of dreamers in, I can be one, too. Well, this is a, that's funny. Good job. Well, what, he, uh, what, he's, what his challenge is going to be is if they, if they really just, they were, they were drafting a resolution in the RNC. I don't know if you saw that, to declare him the nominee. Yes. So gonna, yes. Yeah, that's craziness. And uh, it's stupid of them, because the minute he's the nominee and everybody's out of the race, Everyone in the media, which they're already doing, can focus the entirety of their coverage on Donald Trump as the nominee and we're all going to die. Right. And that hysteria is effective. And there will come a point where they've gotten Trump's negatives high enough uh, that it'll either help Biden or at that point they'll pull Biden, like late June, uh, for somebody like a Newsom. Like, nobody wants to hear this. I'm the only conservative who, who will say it to you. Gavin Newsom would beat Trump in a head-to-head. Because the rest of the country doesn't look at California as an outdoor toilet. People who watch Fox do. People who listen to conservative media do. But Gavin Newsom is good. Like, he's good on TV. I'm not saying he's a good governor. I, I hate every one of his policies. I, every one of them. But he's savvy, and he's 40 years younger than Trump. So the whole argument that we're making in the Republican Party, like, Biden's too old. Well, we could be three months removed from having a nominee who's 40 years older than the Democratic nominee, at which point they're going to be like, Trump's too old, and we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We spoke with one of our, one of our frequent guests, who's a, a pretty smart guy, yesterday, Rob Roper, and, and the same analogy, but he doesn't think it's going to be Newsom. Mm-hmm. Because he thinks California is a toilet. He, the thinks, country, it's, ahead, uh, he thinks it's going to be Gretchen Whitmer. Listen. They need to do something in the lane of identity politics. So it wouldn't shock me if it was a woman either. Right. But people don't think California is what it is. Like, meaning there's not another channel on earth in the last five years that has shown one single robbery in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing. They're not showing migrant tents in Portland. They don't do that. And for... So, keep going. No, it's what, so I was just going to say. It would make sense if it was Whitner just the same. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, argue that. But I think people are underestimating Newsom. Like, Newsom came on our channel against DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Hannity moderated a super fair fight, and we were thrilled for that. We wanted Newsom on the channel because we want to have the idea fight. And Newsom, I, I mean, legitimately didn't answer a single question head on because the facts, you know, Sean was putting up facts. You know, this is how much money's left your state. This is how many crimes have gone up. This is how many businesses have closed. And Newsom confronted with every one of those facts on the screen still managed to come off good 
because he was elusive. He talked about other, you know, I don't like the way you guys are talking about this. You know, you're, you're calling these people criminals. These people need our help. And it's, it's all BS. But he looks like, as you guys know, mm-hmm. you know, he's putting on hair gel with a soup ladle. And uh, <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's got pretty. The look. He's and he's got good. The look. He's TV good. And Democrats win when they run a young person who's good looking that nobody knows anything about. Yeah, yeah, and and you know where he was vacationing? Uh, was it last week or week before? He was in Mexico with no other than Bill Clinton. Yep, and he's learning best. And I thought the same thing, Jimmy, when I watched that on Fox, which was I didn't agree with anything he was saying either. But at the same time, the way he delivered it, he he's this suave guy. He's good and, man. And I'm thinking if if I was a Democrat who that was a Biden supporter, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we could have Joe Biden up making the case in a debate against Trump or whoever, mm-hmm. uh, or, or this guy. And yep. It's like, I mean, if, is Biden capable of standing on a debate stage at this point? I can't understand what he's saying a lot of times. Yeah, he's, uh, I got to be honest with you. I was telling Sean Hannity this the other night. It's not normal when our president speaks at the United Nations and they're translating it to English. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what did he say? <laughs> it's so bizarre. Hey, let's, uh, uh, let's grab a call for you. Okay. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Good morning, Jimmy. I have a comment, and then I have another comment. So, Love it. First of all, uh, Nikki Haley has no pass. She lost. She I'll needs to get that. off. Be. I don't we think need to ask ourselves, why is she on the railroad track? Why is she there? Who's paying her? And second, we have a, uh, recently we had a uh, Democrat district attorney that got, was really drunk and showed up to a crime scene that got arrested herself. So there's some good material for you. All right, Jimmy. That's what, that's what Trump's son said, what the caller just said, that somebody's paying Hillary. It's paying Nikki. Well, donors are paying her because this is the thing. I mean, the reality nobody in conservative media is addressing is Trump might go to jail. At which point, everybody who dropped out of this race is probably getting back in. Like, we, we're dealing in this really weird, uh, you know, canal right now where they're probably going to convict him in Georgia. I don't think he's, I don't think he's in trouble for classified documents. The Alvin Bragg prosecution, the Stormy Daniels thing is a complete farce, complete joke. The civil suit with Eugene Carroll is a joke because they have no tangible physical proof on it. The civil case about devaluing his assets, a joke. But the one in Georgia really looked like a problem till the DA got outed for shagging the other prosecutor. <laughs> well, the thing that really concerns me is, and it's salacious, so it grabs the headlines, but uh, her boyfriend spent two full days at the White House. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, no, that's again, it's a scam, but the scam is not going away because they don't want it to. The job, you see, when it comes to Trump, the process is the punishment. The more chaos they can surround him with, the more voters they can scare away. They go, come on, we really want to do four more years of this madness. This is nuts. And to the point of who's paying Nikki Haley, donors, donors who want to win the White House, who realize. Okay, everybody, I understand, like, my whole audience loves Trump. My whole family loves Trump. Like, I get it. But what I'm trying to say to people is to win the general election, we need Democrats and independents. And you don't really get them with him the way you do with a different candidate. Now, I understand the ship has sailed. Like, I do believe he's the guy, okay, because this is so personal now. We're in a really different place now where, again, the, tr- the Trump thing has to play out the way it plays out. But the reason people are donating to Nikki is because on the outside chance Trump goes to jail, they're going to win back the White House. 
Okay, they're going to win back the way. She'll kill anybody because abortion is the turnout issue for Democrats. And putting a woman as the face of the conservative abortion position is a lot more empathetic to women than throwing out a white guy. And that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. just the thing. And, and there's no escaping it. And she takes a fairly nuanced position on abortion yeah. as opposed to DeSantis' six-week ban or whatever. Yep. Well, and that's what she's saying. She's saying, uh, but she's saying, like, I'm pro-life, but we can't shame the people who are pro-choice because we're never going to have the supermajority to eliminate abortion. So why aren't we working for, you know, a, a middle ground position that gives both sides, you know, an option here? So, and uh, she's not wrong for that. So people are going to continue to donate. Everybody's right to say, like, oh, she's not catching Trump. She's losing by 30 in South Carolina. You're not wrong. Okay, they're not wrong to say that. But it's a very nuanced issue because there's this reality that he might not be on the ticket. It's crazy, but it's, that's what we're living in. You wanna go? Let's go back to the phones. Hang on, here we go. Good morning. You're live on the morning drive. Hey, Jimmy, I got two questions for you. First of all, how stupid does somebody have to be to lead a labor union that builds cars and proudly endorse the guy who wants to put them all out of business and import Chinese EVs? (laughs) It's 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 my it's my favorite thing in the world. It's like it's like Foghorn Leghorn endorsing Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great oh, analogy. analogy. <laughs> the other one is I think I mentioned it briefly when I called into your program during the week. But uh, you know Biden sign language interpreters. Uh-huh. I heard that the Navy is staffing that office. They're pulling people off of aircraft carriers. The guys that wave the flags to bring the jets <laughs> down onto the aircraft carrier deck. That's who's. That's who they're getting to do. Biden sign language interpretation. I don't know who this specific person is, but I do believe it was their cocaine in the White House. <laughs> yeah, imagine that poor sign language interpreter trying to interpret what Biden's saying. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and they impossible. probably have a copy of the speech beforehand, and then like, well, I can't, I can't follow the speech because he's not yeah. going to follow it. Maybe they're doing this thing where they like hold their hands up, like I don't know, I don't know what they he do. Just There's said. a lot of shrugging. Hey. You watch, you see a lot of shrugging at the event. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, what about the dispute now with Governor Abbott in Texas with the barbed wire up and the Supreme Court ruled that the feds can take it down? Where are we heading with that? Oh, man. This is this. What a bad look for the country. And, uh, you know, Abbott obviously is only in this position because the the government we pay taxes to is not enforcing our border laws. So the villain is obviously Biden. Uh, They repealed all the Trump policies, as everybody knows. But to sit here in this day and age, and it, to, for it not to be a deal breaker, okay, meaning we have a United States president who's fighting against the protection of our border. Like, no, 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 you can't protect our United States border. How dare you? And in the next breath, as you know, we've spent $100 billion protecting Ukraine's borders. Uh, you know, that shouldn't be lost on people. But in this era, because politics is such a team sport, Biden is not being chased out of office for this. He should be. This is, I mean, really, you pay taxes to the government, okay? And in the Constitution, Texas has the right to defend itself if the government is derelict in its duty to enforce laws. So I'm obviously all the way with Texas on this, but the fact that it's gotten this far and the White House hasn't ever once concerned itself with the optics of how bad it looks, it really does speak to how stupid the political divide has become. Because, as you guys know, man, everything coming across the border winds up in every other state. It's not just Texas, but bigger than that, if it's crime or it's drugs, it doesn't know who you voted for. 
Like, we, we approach the border like it's a Republican issue or a Democrat issue. But if you drop fentanyl tomorrow night, it's not going to ask who you voted for. It's just going to kill you. What happens if Biden sends the feds in to take the barbed wire down? I mean, man, I, I don't think it's going to come to that. I wouldn't expect, like, a, a, a civil force clash. But what the Democrats are hoping for with all these provocative moves, just like when they tried to get Trump off the ballot in Maine, they are, help, they are hoping for some pudgy white guy with no sleeves on his shirt, meaning one of my relatives. Uh, they are hoping for somebody to do something violent and stupid, because all they need is one. Yeah. One guy does one stupid, violent thing, and they can be like, see, no more elections. This is bad. We're voting over the Internet. Send all your votes to Hunter's laptop. We'll count them up ourselves. It's your own safety. <laughs> that, is my, that is one of my biggest fears, and, and I think as we march forward, you start to see stuff like this. Uh, that's all they need is one to point at it and say, we got to yeah. shut this thing down. There, I mean, oh, God. Yo, go ahead, all, all they need is one untraceable fed. That's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There he is, the great Jimmy Fela. Thanks for being on the Morning Drive. As always, Jimmy, we love having you on. All right, Saturday night, Fox News Saturday night, 10 o'clock. Obviously, you'll hear me on the radio today on VMT. But tomorrow night, you got to watch. My wife is coming on, and we're playing, sh- we're playing strip club or daycare. You guys are going to love it. Oh, Perfect. we are watching for sure. Very nice. Good, good times. Thank you, brother, and we'll see you soon. Hey, are you going to be in Boston? Ooh, the Schubert Theater, May 18th. Let's talk about it. All right. That's a Saturday night, and we might be doing my TV show live from there as well. <laughs> um, but it's definitely a stand-up tour, and it's going to be me and a lot of Fox people. So, if, yeah, if you guys are in the hood, we should start talking about it because we should get our crew and just make a weekend out of it. There you go. All, All right. I right. love it. Let's love talk. It. We'll talk see soon. See you guys. You're Thanks, the best. man. Later. Bye-bye. Jimmy Fallon, of course, right here every day uh, from noon to 3 live on WVMT. And then he's got his new show on Saturday nights, Fox Across America. America on the Fox News channel at 10 p.m. Great guy. And uh, we appreciate that he spent some time with us, as always. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Check in with Fox News. Amanda's got the headlines. And then we're going to talk to another great guy, our friend Bruce Newberry, coming up right after the break.